Now, even by some of the people that we mentioned, Tank, Usher, Babyface, do doesn't have the feeling that these type of songs have. What's missing? Feeling. <laughs> people are just singing, performing. There's no feel. Like, you can feel these songs. Like, you know that feeling you get in your chest? Like, used to call... 1580, I would like to dedicate this song to my boyfriend. See, I think that's part of the problem. We don't dedicate <laughs> songs to each other anymore. There's no love it's in no the mix, love. even in the infatuation stages. That's so, what I'm saying. So people aren't moved to get into this type of music and dedicate it to each other and sing it to each and other and love, write your name, man. all that stuff. I, I think that a lot of the love is, list, is missing because social media has big upped the transaction transactional aspect <laughs> of relationships. Right. Andy, what say you? Um, piggyback off what Liz is saying, I agree. Um, there's no love, there's no feeling behind it. But also just think, you know, we're we're straight up now. We're straight to the point. There's no like kind of like serenading you. I'm just letting you know off the rip, this is what I want. I'm gonna give you this. I mean, we had Johnny Taylor telling this cheaper to keep her, but he was it was straight to the point. It's cheaper to keep her, okay? <laughs> but these guys ain't talking about nothing. They're just, like you say, and it's like, you know. Well, I also think that when the change happened, when men started to feel as though they were the prize, they didn't want to woo anymore. They didn't want to, you know, come out with these feelings. I, and, I, and on top of that, I also think that when our, like, sort of music icons as far as, like, the fandom when it switched from being R&B singers to hip hop artists, because that that's what you think. I think that hip hop artists, especially for men, they give them, they give melodies like an R&B song would be. They talk about their emotions, albeit differently, but it, it comes in a more aggressive form. So I feel like, um, you know, that's part of the problem that romance oh. is missing. What, what artist is out right now? That's romancing. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm even thinking Chris Brown almost, almost. What? <laughs> I mean, like some of his old music, one of his songs. Like he had, he almost, but. I mean, I love like but, Chris Brown. I can't listen to those marathon albums. I think Chris Brown could Brown could do with a good A and R to kind of strip his projects <laughs> down and pull out a tight, a tightly constructed twelve, maybe fifteen album thing, and not those sixty album length albums that you're doing for. But I wouldn't say that Chris Brown is who I would think about with romance. Tank, Jay Valentine. Okay, shout out to mm, them. Okay, you know what, Tank. Mm, okay. But you know what? There's no artist development as well. So that's another thing. You know what I'm saying? Now people are just doing their songs and just busting out. Like, I'm about to shoot a video right now. Come on, meet me outside in the street. So it's just different now. It so, is. Leslie Holmes said, trivia question, who originally recorded that song, if you think you're lonely now? Bobby Womack, girl. That is Bobby we Womack. Know was, that. Wasn't that Bobby Womack? No, that version I think he was playing was Casey, right? Casey, yeah, that no, was definitely even, Casey's version. Oh, maybe because version. I didn't hear him. That was Bobby Womack. But when the it's original... cold outside. Casey, best version. K no, Casey better and go and sit there. Casey cannot get on Bobby Womack. You, you, talk, you, just, you talked about passion, right? Yeah. I got way more passion from Casey than I did Bobby Womack. I'm okay. sorry. Oh. That, ooh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Ooh, yeah. You wasn't getting that from Bobby those Womack. Those are those commission no, yes, runs. We, were, we was getting the whole, what? Oh, it, was, it was too smooth for me. 
Bobby had it. Them players Bobby back in the day. They were some players were back in the day. It was a different type of conversation. But I saw someone talk about how this was on social media. One of the things about the reason why women or the music community is not getting the same type of love songs as that they said. And, and I thought this was an interesting point that a lot of the songs, the ideas, the concepts that were popular in the seventies and eighties, the, th- the things that they would say would be considered toxic masculinity right now. Uh Oh, Andy coming in. Coming oh, in wow. <laughs> I was going to say another reason why we probably not romancing. Why? Because if I, if I come at you trying to romance you, you're going to look at me as somebody who's corny. That's not necessarily true. I'm, what I'm this say, generation, this generation, okay. I think that that is a part of it. But I also think that one, we aren't taught to appreciate it as much anymore. We don't get to see it. And I think that you say that it's women, but I think women in that aspect take their clues from men. And so a lot of the men nowadays are saying, oh, you a simp. Like to me, back in the day, it was an honor to be able to take care of your woman. It was an honor to bring her flowers. You were working hard for your boo so you could take care of you and baby boo. I'm not saying that it should be the only salary or that should be the way it is. But I think that because of sort of the changing in dynamics, men are you know they don't want to be taken advantage of so they're like i'm not no simp i'm not putting out i'm not doing anything women are like well i'm not giving my best and greatest to you the thing the one thing that i have to offer that you can't get from anybody else you may be able to have sex with somebody else but you can't have sex with me right and that is the one thing that i gate keep in control of so i think everybody's a little fearful and putting up these walls so you don't get to break down and come closer and that is reflected in the music nobody's stepping out coupled with that though jill yes um we are the prize as well too who men how how what you mean how uh uh See, that's, gotta, that's, that's the problem. problem. See, that mean? is the problem right what you, there. But, but what, what you mean, are, how? I'm going to tell you. Men are valuable. Men, I, I'm not saying that men don't hold any value. I'm not saying that men are worthwhile and that you shouldn't be taken <laughs> care of. And We're that both the prize then. No. But, you, okay. but traditionally, you cannot uphold. You cannot bear your next you. Really? Because you can give birth? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, but that's see, what makes you, but the you, mean, but you don't yeah. think it's important? That's what they say. Well, I'm the that's seed, though. Always said. I'm the seed. Exactly. I'm you just are. Saying, we need each other. So we both the prize. Okay, you're not both the prize, and that's where the problem comes <laughs> I in. I think that's the problem. Okay, it is. I Jill, believe so because the men want to be the prize. But here's the thing, though, Joe. I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. It's, it's a level of appreciation, too. If I take you out on this ice cream date, right? Well, we back on the ice cream I'm just cream saying. I'm just That's saying. our good question if of the I, night, so we I, are. If I take you out on this ice cream date, for you, you just think your presence alone, I should, like, worship you on that. No, show me some appreciation of the fact that I took see, you out. Okay, see, I think you, that I it goes think you both ways. Issues. I don't have no anger. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Andy, like, so, I got my boo. I'm yeah. locked up. I'm just, just speaking okay, for the uninformed and the uninitiated. Just because you're taking doesn't mean you don't have underlining issues i ain't got no issues okay this I, is I what i think voice. this is what i think with that <laughs> i'm just i'm just i'm riding for my, my fellow you're riding for okay, your guys you're standing up for them but what age level what age group is these guys I, i'm just I, so because you know I, what i think that's the issue too that is the I, when i'm having a conversation unless stated that i'm speaking differently i'm generally talking about 35 and up i'm not messing with what y'all doing in your 20s that's a different time you're supposed to have a little fun and you're figuring things out but i do think that 
you get to a point where you're looking at things now and no one wants to take a step forward. Vulnerability isn't something that we kind of dig into or rest into because everyone's afraid of being taken advantage of. Nobody wants to be the one left holding the feelings bag or looking like they got played, especially now with social media, as people have a tendency to put everything on social media. And it's like, you know, I, I don't understand like some of the girls you see um, randomly, like they will say, oh, I was with him. He dogged me. He was a cheater and he never washed his butt too. So go on girl. Okay. But you so, were okay you with were, that all that time. He wasn't washing his Leave butt when you was with him. So. so I think that exactly, <laughs> you know, I just think that there is a disconnect because nobody wants to look like they got played and everything is so very public. People are putting up an extra layer of armor that isn't necessary per se especially if you take the time again everyone thinks that they have more options people are a little colder so it's like uh, I don't want to talk on the phone with you or what you know to really connect with people and kind of get to know them those things that you have questions about that they come out through conversation and through getting Absolutely. to know people oh he seems kind of cheap we probably aren't going to work because I spend you know or whatever and, and I'm not saying that about myself I'm using that as a hypothetical right. although I do like things but I'm fiscally responsible I, I'm just saying I, I think that there is a lack of communication and nobody wants to be the one to take a step in because nobody wants to look like the fool especially publicly is that what you think? That's what I think. You like, and, but no, I agree. Okay. And I also, it also goes back to me saying social media. Social media has does put have a, a big damper part of in a lot of relationships. You go out, everybody's on their phone. They're scrolling. You're not, I'm standing next to you and we're not even having a conversation. We're both on our phones scrolling. Like it has taken away from the real dynamic of getting to know people. Andy, what are you going to say? You know, shout out to, to the voice of reason, Zoe Williams. This is what he preaches all the time. Um, we are at a stage in our lives where we don't love each other's humanity. Mm -hmm. So, That's you know, to your, to your vulnerability point, I mean, you're on point with that. You know what I mean? Like people are scared to be vulnerable right. to show you my, my real self. Because if you see one negative thing, what are you going to do? Run go away to social media. and go to social media and find you another little situation. And, and then what? Get with her and it don't work out. Then what? Move on then again. you just have like a you, trail of broken hearts and then we start the lonely hearts club and, and whatever happens over here mad talking about everybody ain't no good when it's a lot of men at home saying that and women too but come outside it's a lot of good men out there and it's a lot of good women out really there. it is yeah. you have to, it, it really is i'm sure there are maybe not, just not in los I'm angeles to, i don't know I, there's some I'm good people not, around somewhere but the ones you probably want are probably in the house somewhere not out here like in these streets. Well, then that does me no good because here's the thing. If they're at home chilling, being homebodies. You be at home too, right? Exactly. So how we going to meet? <laughs> I mean, because. By I, chance, by chance. By they're chance. out here. I'm not going to say all, you know, it's a little traumatizing out here, but <laughs> it's. It's, yeah. you, can, you can you can make it. You, you can, can make, make it. it. You can make it. Food for less is still popping. I mean, you can meet people in the grocery store, but you know what Home I know? Let, let me give you an example. <laughs> when I go grocery shopping, and it's not that often because I definitely have my groceries delivered or I go pick them up because I don't want to be. Huh? I'm Bougetto. I Look, I'll take a little bit of that. Yeah. I don't feel like going in the grocery store all the time. 
I don't want to deal with it. I don't okay. want to push my cart around. And it also, honestly, it also helps me stay on budget because if I'm ordering online, then I'm picking. But if I'm in the store, I'm like, ooh, What's this? you know, I'm like a firefly. Ooh, candy over here. Ooh, is that a All new kind deal? Of stuff you, you know, whatever, whatever. Yes. But my point in that is that, you know, I know a lot of people use online dating and stuff like that or just even social networks to link up with people. But I think there is something to be said about organic connections and meeting face to face and having that energy, you know, that you feed off of and you build upon it. And I think that that is one thing that is missing, too, with these connections, because we're always on. There's always a distraction. You know, you're not sitting up in your room like Brandy writing in your journal, listening to those musical thoughts. You're scrolling through social media as soon as you have a minute thinking, oh, it's something wrong that I'm at home. I need to be out there doing that. And they're probably not even having fun doing that. But it looks absolutely. Good. It's a whole image. It's a whole thing. Well, since we're talking about relationships and dating and who's the prize, when we come forward, I am going to share who Jimmy Butler is dating. She's a pop star. It's a lot going on with it. And we're going to have a little chat like that. Okay. We're going to have more with Liz B. All that and more. Thank you for rocking with RSVP for all of your entertainment, sports, culture, and lifestyle updates. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. It's Jill Monroe. Thank you for rocking with RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. We're having a little relationship talk. No, this is not Zoe Williams' show, The Voice of Reason. But we're getting into a little bit of some things that he may talk about. Obviously from a different perspective because Zoe is going to do what Zoe does. He is a legend at that. But we're just (laughs) offering some different perspectives on topics that, you know, may correlate and relate to it. Um, In the chat... Tease Warren says that most people right now don't want to spend a moment figuring things out and working through the hurt. They just want to move around. So, you know, on that note about working through the hurt and moving things around, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat star, big face coffee, uh, big baller and things. Mm. He has been spotted out and about with a pop star, a recently divorced pop star. Most recently, they were spotted in London hanging out. They arrived at the venue separately. But of course, somebody snitched and said they were inside cozying up, having a good time. So it is the pop star Shakira, you know, Shakira. Shakira. So Shakira, that's right. That's okay. right. Bop, bop, bop. Uh, the She-Wolf and Jimmy are supposed to be dating, having a good time. As you know, she recently, well, not, you may not know. She recently divorced her husband of 10 years. Uh, were they married 10 years? I believe they were married 10 years. Soccer star Gerard Piquet. They split. Hmm. He was accused of cheating on her. And since then... You know, Shakira and Jimmy allegedly met during the playoffs. Shakira lives in Miami. She was at a game. She was sitting courtside. You know, I guess maybe she enjoyed the view. The two ended up following each other on Instagram. Both of them only follow limited people, but they follow each other. Okay. There is a 15-year age difference between Mm. the two. I heard that. Um, Shakira's husband was 10 years younger than her. Ah. And Shakira's also been rumored to have spent time with F- um, F1 driver Lewis Hamilton. 
And they were saying that she also hung out with Tom Cruise, who she said she had fun with but has no interest in dating. So, you know, it seems like she's on the flavor plane right now with (laughs) Lewis and Jimmy. But what I do find interesting is, you know, Larsa, this happening with Jimmy and Shakira, potentially, maybe, allegedly. We have uh, LaMelo Ball, who's dating Anna Martin. Montana Instagram girl. That's just her Instagram name. Her name is Anna Chavalise, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm jacking it up. But she's older than him. What is going on now that a lot of, especially when we're talking about athletes, seem to be doing the opposite of what we usually see? Usually we see guys go younger. But lately, a lot of these men and athletes have been, you know, aging up. They like the stable woman. They is it the stability it's, it's, that it's they're the attracted stability to? And it's something about older women that give the the young women are a little bit more out popping. You know what I'm saying? The older women is more catering to the brothers, to the men. I feel that's what you think it is that they're yeah, that they little, g- are giving them that young. How old is he? Thirty two, and she's how old? Forty nine. No, 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 no. Forty. Four forty-five, so they're Who's like thirteen years. Shakira. And, oh no, uh, not Shakira. Oh, you're talking about Larsa and Marcus. Okay, Larsa's yeah. forty-nine. Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, is thirty-two. And how does uh, Shakira? Shakira is, I think, forty-three, forty-four, and Jimmy's thirty-two. She looks good, though. She sure does. Shakira. I mean, guess what? Jennifer Lopez did it. I mean, what's wrong with it? The men do it all the time. Why can't the women date younger men? They're bringing the women's livelihood back. I don't know. People are getting, I mean, so there is a conversation that has been happening a lot lately about age gaps and grooming and people are really, really into it. I don't really, you know, have opinion about that. I think if people are legal, that's their business. But it is sort of interesting to me, especially with these high profile guys, that they are opting not for, I guess it is a version of the Instagram vixen that we see, but an older version. It's just curious that that is suddenly becoming you know, the invoke thing to do. Dwayne Wade and Gabby, they have a 10-year age difference. You know, the aunties are coming up. But they have, but they're stable. She has a job. She has a career. Do you think that men care about that? Especially yep. men that are rich. Do they care Some of them about do. the woman having a job? Maybe something to do to keep her out of his hair when he's busy. But do they care if she has wealth and a job? Well, I've been thinking sometimes it's more like, oh, that's so-and-so. Men are groupies, too. Men are groupies just like women are Absolutely, groupies. 100%. So men, men plot all the time. They so want to be a power couple, exactly. too. They want the Beyonce to their they, Jay-Z. Period. That's it. Or who they think. <laughs> Whatever it is. Everybody wants to be a Jay-Z and Beyonce. They don't know what they've been through, though. You know, I mean, here's the, the thing about that. The idea of it, though. I, well, I think whether we know what they've been through or not, the idea of wanting to be a power couple together and present as, you know, we work together, we're friends, and then maybe we can work together in business some type of way is not necessarily a bad approach to go because... It's a good thing, actually. Kind of. Andy, if you were single, would you date an older woman or you stick to your age range? He's coming. How old are we talking? I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying at least 10 years because that seems to be what the average is about a couple of these. Would you date? You would? 100%. Really? No hesitation? No hesitation. 
why not or why? I don't know. Don't know? I, 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 I mean, know. it's hard to ask now because you're in a relationship and I'm not yeah. trying to set you up. No, Much respect no. to Mrs. Andy. No, no. You know, I'm just even, saying. Even when, I was, even when I was young, I think I had this thing for older women. Although, like, you know, if I did date, it would always be like a, a five-year gap, whether it's five years older or five years younger. Okay. But there were times where, you know, in my 20s, I'd look at some 40-year-olds and be like, what's popping? Did you notice a difference? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of times, like, you hear or you used to hear back in the day, oh, you know, we don't, you know, it's ageless and it doesn't matter. And I learned from them and they learned from me. Did you notice a difference in the women like from the ones that were five years younger than you for, um, from how they handle situations as opposed to the ones that were five years older per se. Not really. Okay. Not okay. really. But maybe 10 years. Yes. You'll definitely see a difference. Yeah. And I, and I think there thing. probably was maybe a, a, a maturity thing, a more like uh, an embrace of just maybe who they are. They weren't, they weren't afraid to do things. Okay. If that makes the sense. The older ones. The older ones. Okay. As opposed to the younger ones. The younger ones, you got to put in a little bit more work. <laughs> put in more work, meaning... Convincing them. Yes. Convincing them to be ex um, the older, adventurous? Yeah, if you catch my drift. Older women, <laughs> older women are a little bit more seasoned, right? Absolutely. Okay. They're cooking, they bringing with plates. The absolutely. They with the business. <laughs> they bringing plates. Are you hungry? You and need then they leave drink, you baby. to your lonely and be like, I'll holler at you. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's all we want. <laughs> we don't even want to be bothered. Y'all calling you like, what? Me? Oh, you going situation. on, baby? You going to holler at me? Okay. I'm going to put it down, too. <laughs> and she's like, maybe I'll buy you the Nikes that you were looking at the other day. Much appreciation. Old wives tell, don't buy no men no shoes. <laughs> that is oh the old. God. Don't buy men's Not shoes. I, listen. So I think I've talked about it before. I used to work at Nike, right? Okay. And so obviously when I worked there, you know, I would get footwear. So looking if out. I was dating and some, looking out, I'd slide you some shoes, right? Take care of you, my boo. And you know, they always say, if you give a man shoes, he's going to walk away. Yeah. I kind of think there's some truth to that. <laughs> He's walking away with, oh, no. with them shoes. Don't give him no you shoes. Know, like, I, and I think about, too, like a boyfriend I had when I was in my 20s. I would hook him up and, like, he likes sports and stuff. So, you know, I'm like, oh, that's what you like? You want some shoes? Okay, I'll get you a pair of shoes. Same thing. I'm telling you, there's some truth to that. I Buy think, him something else. I think what it is, too, and just in my experiences with the, with the older woman, mm -hmm. they weren't looking for a relationship. True. And as a young gentleman coming up, I wasn't necessarily looking for a relationship either. I was trying to have fun. But, you know, the girls in, in my group, they're trying to, you know, be in a relationship. They want all this, that, and the third. So I think that plays a factor in it, too. But, you know, it's funny because you say that it's more like you kind of like older women, you fall into a relationship. Yeah, just the routine. It just it happens. Just, yep. and you, next thing you know, you're in a relationship. You didn't even know you was trying to be in one. You're like, happens. is that my boyfriend? I think that might be my boyfriend. I think she's my girlfriend. Dang. I, I got a drawer I'm, at I'm, her I'm, house. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm finding myself wanting to talk to her every day. Let me call her every five minutes. Like, yeah. I, that's an interesting thing. I just, I think it's an interesting phenomenon. We'll see what happens if Jimmy and Shakira are really together. And if they are, if they decide to take this relationship public, when we come forward, we're going to talk about sh mogul, Sean, Diddy, love, puff, 
Puff Daddy, whatever you call him, depending upon what decade you met him in, Combs and his latest business adventure. All that and more. You're listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. So, I need to know from both of you, which version of I Need a Girl? This one or the one with Usher? Which one is your top? Usher, you know, because this is what him genuine mario winans the other one was him and usher and that was the video it was cute um so which one is your favorite version andy i'm going with part two part two that one yeah that's your What's part two this this, one? Is, this one that he was just playing right because I, I don't remember the first one so maybe the, the, so the so it's definitely this, this one, one for you this is the first okay, one here That shit is a vibe. I need it. I want it. I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I need a girl to ride. I think I like this one. My, <laughs> I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my Yo, life. Yo, I'm internationally known on the microphone. I got it all, but I really need a wife at home. I don't really like the zone. Yeah, Never I think spend I like the night alone. Oh, no. I got a few. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, I just can't remember. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it depends on the day and the mood for me. I don't really, I love them both. And I could not imagine life without one or the other because I still listen to these songs. Oh, okay, so that's what's up. <laughs> you know? But I just want to, I always like to know from people just to kind of check their vibe, a temperature check, which one you are rocking with. So we got one vote for part two and one vote for one i guess i could be the tiebreaker but as i just said like I'm, I'm split i so. will say this jill um back in the day mm-hmm. um both of those songs were my ringtones okay <laughs> so you remember back different when, girls I, that's when i was looking for a girl okay and that's the reason why it was my ringtone okay remember, remember the right. singular cell phone yes with the snake <laughs> What was it? The polyphonic type of ringtone? Yes, yeah, the Nokia, the Nokia thing or what? Yes, that's what it was. The Nokia ringtone. 5150, I think oh that was the goodness. number of it. it Listen, first of all, the snake on there did take up hours of time. The battery life was crazy. It was only like for like an hour. You had to turn your cell phone off and stuff. Wait till after nine to hit those minutes. Oh my goodness, Listen. not after nine. Don't. People do not understand how blessed <laughs> they are with the current cell phone situation. Yes. We had to pay for long distance calls, text messages, pay phone. And and think about this, text messages, it was still like you had to go like if you were trying What's to that? spell boy, you had to hit a two times oh like Pager. you know. What about Mm-mm. the pagers? The two ways. 1-800-SKYTEL. What? Popping off. <laughs> so Leslie Holmes says she's cooking with the Usher version. I need a girl part one. Yes. Um, so hit us up in the chat if you have comments. You guys can still call in 800-920-1580 if you want to get that quick phone call in before the night is up. But we're going to talk about Diddy, hence the bad boy vibes that Andy just shot out for us. So <laughs> Diddy uh, is starting a new company. It is, well, he officially launched it. It's called Empower Global. And what it is is a digital marketplace designed to uplift 
black-owned businesses. Okay. The platform, which opened on July 12th, provides an immersive e-commerce experience. It offers products from more than 70 black-owned brands. ePower Global aims to boost the black economy by creating opportunities for black entrepreneurs to grow their businesses and to get them in front of a larger audience. The company, uh, um, per the company's website okay. and their, you know, information regarding this. The company operates with culture and community at its core. It's intending to make shopping with black brands more accessible. It's also in collaboration with UPS. They are offering special deals and shipping rates for a limited time period, further promoting the growth and accessibility of black owned businesses. So, <laughs> Sounds very nice, right? Sounds good. Mm-hmm. A way to highlight different brands all in one place. You could go. It's broken out by, I think, men's apparel, women's apparel, jewelry, and one other category that I can't remember it at the time. Okay. But what I would like to know from you is, would you, in 2023, looking back over the history of Sean, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Love, Combs, would you go into business with Diddy at this point? No. Really? Not at all? Like, I you mean, even you know what? I don't know that track record. It, I would have to really dig deep. Because here's a question. Do he own the company or is he just the face of the company? I mean, that's a great question. I mean. Am I signing over all my rights? Because, you know, it's a lot of artists out here that's still hungry. Well, see, this isn't artists per se. It's <laughs> business. So I don't but, know. Like, here's the thing. It's basically, it's kind of like, you know, an Etsy or even an Amazon, you know, there's different shops on there and it's just one place where you can go and there'll be many brands on there. So I don't know if they get a cut of the sales. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's some type of split. So you wouldn't. I mean, kind of enter in that because the it's hard to break through, right? Especially in social media. There's so many brands now. Everybody's an entrepreneur. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. No, no. You know, I'm just saying the reality is for the for the first time in a very, very long time, if not ever, we are, as black people, taking more control of our destiny and trying our hand at, you know, businesses outside of the traditional means. We're trying to move around, you know, they're taking affirmative action from us and all of these other things. So we're trying to find ways to make it. So if you were given an opportunity to be on a pro, um, to be on a platform with a person like Diddy. Now, one thing we can say about Diddy, Diddy is going to market. He's going to get out there and he is going to pump it up. Take that, take that. You would say absolutely not. It would be hard. It would be very hard for me to give up everything that I work for to sign up with Diddy and know that there's some underlining something in there. The next thing I know, he owns my company. I just can't. I just, I, I, you don't trust them at all? I don't trust a lot of things out here. Like a lot of people, they're so hungry to get on. Like that's what a lot of artists do. They're thirsty to get signed and then you sign your life over and now you're stuck in a contract. But if you just hold on and just wait it out, it'll happen. Do you, So let me, so do you believe that it'll happen? It'll come through. Do you think, or how do you think that people can gauge the point where they should, and it, obviously it's personal to everyone and there's a lot that goes into this, so I'm not expecting you to solve it all, but I just right. want to know your thought. What do you think are the signs that you look for when you make the decision? Like, you know what, I've done as much as I can 
for this dream. I've taken it as far as I can. I need to put it to bed for now and focus on something else. Um, I don't think you really give up on the dream because you can always add something to it. But you can also look for other folks to help you. Now, like when you say Diddy, looking back, even though it's an artist and his rap group, what's the singers, whatever they are, whatever his artists were, Mm -hmm. he owned Right. Except for here's the thing, except for 112, 112 actually retained their publishing. They have always maintained that they were treated beyond fairly by Diddy and Bad Boy. Maybe because they had other folks besides Diddy, like when they came into it. Did he find um, 112? I can't remember the story at this time, but I do know that they managed to hold on to their publishing. But a lot of a lot of us entrepreneurs and people that's out there that's trying to make it you do see someone that's out there like a diddy that can make it happen but is he really gonna make it happen he's just giving you a platform that's different to sell your own products you're still gonna have to sell your product yeah you're still gonna have to market it have to market yourself so why not just market it do what you're doing so what I will say is it, it, not that I don't disagree per se. I mean, I would have the conversation probably. Leslie Holmes says, I 100% agree with you, Liz. Shannon Thompson <laughs> is shouting out Sky Pagers, 1-800-Mix-A-Lot, 1-800-Sky-Tail. Please leave your message. Yes. <laughs> your call will be returned. Yes. Did you have a code for Pagers? What was your code? Like when you would, uh, you know, page your boo? Um, No. No, you didn't mm-hmm. put no codes in. Just we had number. all kind of codes. Remember we used to spell words backwards and all kind yep, of stuff. With like three hundred four. Yes, exactly. My code is always one, but not because I think I'm number one or not because I'm trying to assert something. My birthday is the first, so <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> but nobody can take that. Okay, I'm glad those days are gone, man. Little. Bink, bink, cell phones and all of that. Listen, you have a whole computer shrunk down. If you could, we are really in the Jetsons era minus the flying cars. They're working on it, huh? The Tesla. This is my thing with that, right? People can't drive on the road. What are they going to do in the sky where there's no roadway, street, or any of that? When we come forward, we'll continue on this. We'll have more with Liz B. You are checking out RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, it's Jill Monroe. Thank you for clocking in on this episode of RSVP tonight. VIPs, we have had an amazing conversation. Before we get back to Diddy and why you would or would not work with him, Liz, tell people where they can find you on social media. You can find me at Juicebox Entertainment on YouTube, Juicebox Juicebox underscore entertainment on Instagram, and Juicebox... um, entertainment on facebook i have a page so make sure you oh and i have a website juiceboxentertainment.com that part part too that part part. too right can't forget that (laughs) just go straight to the source and all the links so make sure you're tapping in with liz so you can you know get the juice exactly getting the juice baby she squeezes it out so (laughs) um shout out to leslie holmes in the chat she said time flies when you are having fun and i have had lots of fun so shout out to you shout out to t swarns for hanging with us shout out to channon jerry already said good night and everybody else that was in the chat we appreciate you so wrapping up your final thoughts on diddy and working with him in 2023 we see what he's done for carisha's career 
Well, he's also sleep messing dating Carisha. But I think that that was a clout chase on his part because well, he wanted to get some juice off of her youthful energy. But you're right. You're right. It has helped her immensely. It helped her and it helped him come back because we Did. wasn't thinking about him until he got with Carisha. But now it seems like he's abandoned her because he has baby love and he can use that as a photo op. That's the side. That's just a comment. But wow. Carisha, get all you can get, sis. So you no business, nothing whatsoever. Well, you know, he's probably a great businessman, but as far as signing a contract or something like that, I would definitely have to think about that real deep. Real deep. Still don't trust Diddy. I, look at his track record. I mean, come on now. I'm not saying. I mean, do you think he's out. just? Well, here's the thing. Do you think that he's just taking a lot of flack from things that he did when he was in his twenty, you know, twenties or what? Because if you think about it, the bad boy era at its peak, Diddy wasn't even 30. So most of this stuff is from the 90s. He didn't, you know, he went to Howard. We know he didn't graduate. He was learning the business. And a lot of what he put forward is kind of standard as far as the music business, especially at that time period. And the contracts were offered. So I wondered, well, does he get a bad rap because he's still something on it, being but, standard? But you're still on, on you're still owning their publishing. Is it the locks? Is it Mace? I mean, is it Mace? Mace. Mace. Mace offered to give you his money, and he said if you can give him what the WB give him, then yeah. And the WB, you all know if y'all know what the WB Warner is. Warner Brothers? No, the white boy. Oh, 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 okay. There it is. So, yeah, that's what he said. So it's like, it's a few more. Craig Mack. What's the other one? Black Rob, all of these artists that was a part of Diddy's uh, under Diddy, I just feel like they were left impoverished. They was down there struggling. They was bad by the wayside. So I don't know. That kind of like you they have was to take down that, bad you boy. Have, you have to take that into accountability. Period. Okay. That's okay. that's just me. That's fair. I can understand that. Well. Even still, these people have signed something with Diddy. So go check out. Yes. I mean, we always want to try and support black business. Absolutely. Check it out. See if there's anything that appeals to you and, you know, tap in with that. If you don't want to do it through the website, at least go and discover the brand and then go to their own website and maybe you could purchase it that way, too. Um, you know, there's ways Wait, and you're just using it as exposure. I'm not mad. So maybe it's like a Shopify. It It, it is kind of like a Shopify or an Etsy where it's just a marketplace where right. it is aver like all of these things are there and he's helping giving them marketing and exposure and obviously the benefit of being associated with Diddy. Okay. So, I mean, some people will make money. Somebody will. Somebody will get it in. Let me ask you this while we're talking about him. Okay. What do you call him? Do you call him Diddy? Do you call him Puff? Do you call him Puffy? Do you call him Puff Daddy? Well, I'll call him Diddy. You call him Diddy? Yeah. You changed over? I, I'm just Diddy. You know, he's Sean Combs, Diddy. I want him to become Sean Combs. I don't know about love. Because it took me so Well, he <laughs> legally changed his middle name to love. It took me so long when he changed over from Puff to Diddy. Like, you know, because of the Biggie stuff and all of that. It took me long to adjust to that. And then when he started adding all of these other things in there, I'm like, I can't keep up. Pick one. Pick one. 
he probably was going through a midlife crisis. He's getting older now. No, so he's maybe. going through a midlife crisis right now. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah. I, I think that Mr. Combs needs <laughs> to realize that the generation, though they party and do some things, it's not quite the way that it was when he was younger. Remember back in the day, nobody would want to miss a Diddy party. Now it seems like people are like, a Diddy party. Let me ask you this. Yes. Speaking of which, is this going to take me back to LeBron's? LeBron, do you think Diddy should have a seat and let his son go head on and be the rapper that he is and try to do the things that he's trying to do? And let- I think, here's the thing, I think that he tried to do that. I think that legitimately he wanted to hand off Bad Boy the Business to Christian, to Justin, what I think, and, and I guess Justin is now doing more stuff behind the scenes. But I think the problem with Christian, God bless him, I love him. I think he is too much ta- tapped into what his dad was, and it makes it almost feel like he doesn't have an identity of his own. Okay. He's like a perfect carbon copy, and I don't know if that works with this era. I don't know if kids connect to, because even though the 90s is still a thing I, I just don't know if they're connecting with christian in the same type of way maybe it's because it's like he looks like a little diddy i think it's a redo i think that it is just not the time and the in the era and the way that it was with diddy i think the things that made diddy diddy and stand out are not in um you know something that's natural to christian per se and i, I feel he tried like he had a song like he Mm-hmm. Not finally, but he had a song <laughs> that went, I think, that did really well on the charts. Maybe it was the end of last year. I think it was a song with Kodak Black, and it was it was kind of cool. And I was like, oh, okay, but my main thing with Christian is outside of, like, one video, I need him to have his own identity. Like, it's okay to pay homage, but a whole redo, I don't think we need that. But how can he have his own own identity if your daddy's still up here pop blocking too so it's kind of hard for you uh, to, yo, so he, he, he's competing with his son. so you're gonna give the shug night speech if you don't want an executive all up on in the, the video on the stage <laughs> I, yeah i mean all still dancing all up in the video like seriously though i think that it takes a certain personality type to deal with personalities like that okay and i think that you know you have to be really big in order to stand shoulder to shoulder with somebody like um puff just because he's gonna do what he does he doesn't know to go any other way but this beast mode all out extravagant because it's what worked for him it's what got him to where he was and it's so interesting if you think about it there's a period of time especially you know as his star climb started to rise where even though he was in and of the black community he wasn't in and of the black community and now when he wanted to restart his stuff he went where to the to the little young ratchet girl i know carisha young miami i'm just saying you know he went that route i think he tried to do it Lori, and she was like huh you know moved around so he got with carisha and there was a little more charming but but see carisha Carisha brought more to the table than Lori. Lori's she, cute, but Carisha had a career and she's out there and she's popping and it was like she had more of a connection. And she had that energy. I agree. Well, we want to thank you for locking in with RSVP with Jill Monroe. You know, today is my version of Friday, so tomorrow night you will hear the best of. When you come forward, you will also hear the best of KBLA. Thank you for rocking with us. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580.